How's it going? I'm Spencer, and welcome to This and Chat, the interview podcast with entertaining and offbeat questions. My guest this week is UK-based photographer and videographer Pav. You can also find Pav on his YouTube channel, Pav SZ. Pav has a great passion for metal, guitars, cameras, and the creative process. So sit back and get ready to learn something new about Pav SZ. All right, Pav, I want to say thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, how are you doing? Thank you for having me. Privilege. That's my pleasure. I really enjoy watching your videos, and it's great to thank you. be talking to you in person. So I like to usually kick things off a little bit, talking about before Pav, the YouTuber, videographer, photographer. What kind of kid were you, Pav? Were you What, what kind of Ooh. things were you interested in? And did you like school? That kind of thing. God, that's 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 going deep, <laughs> deep. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I think to summarize, I was always artistic. That's kind of uh, summarizes me because I always liked to draw. Drawing and painting was always from my old childhood. Uh, you know, it's uh, that's pretty much creative from the start. But I went I went to to school to college. College, I went to be a study. I went to study to be jeweler, and I did a five year jeweler and making college. <laughs> So, so it's kind of yeah, far far away from photography and video, but um, always been creative side of things. I know you mentioned in your Q and A that after you weren't quite sure that you wanted to be a jeweler, you were into oil painting. So, is that something kind of you did as a kid as well? Uh, well, I used to draw. So, the kind of drawing probably was a um, painting, watercolors, and pencil drawings. But I went like like insane. I would draw. I drew, I would draw like five pictures a day, every day. <laughs> Were you one of those kids who was just always drawing in class when the teacher was talking, and yeah. just like? I mean, I went to I went to art I went to art college. I used to draw for other people. <laughs> that's a, that's kind of summarizes actually my 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 slide OCD and everything I do. In terms of painting now, do you do you still keep up with it? Unfortunately, <laughs> I draw like with a pen, you know, on a on a piece of paper. I sometimes take like, like a notebook and I fill three pages with drawings, but uh, nothing I would I would put out publicly anywhere it's private now <laughs> i think it's probably it's because because it takes so long to create something something i'm happy with and i think i think you know probably i'm sure we'll talk about this later but I, this is why i do well, photography because i'm lazy so instead of creating a, a scene with a watercolor through maybe three, three days i can just press the button and have the same picture with the camera no pav you mentioned in your q a guitars and i'm just wondering what so i take it you know you play and I'm wondering, what's the story behind that? Did you have you been playing a long time? What oh, are some of the guitars you own? What do you like to play? That kind of thing. Uh, the story is that I've been also very obsessed with music all my life. <laughs> I still okay. am. Uh, and and uh, I don't know. When I was a teenager and when I was growing up and a young adult, I never had a chance to to actually learn to play guitar or okay. or be with a band. So I've started quite quite late in my life, probably like late twenties. Mm-hmm. You know, I've started I've started playing guitars, and then uh, and then I play with a band called the Never Dime Fall for good eight, ten years. Never Dime Fall means nothing. It was like Paradigm, but we changed the para to Never, Never Dime, <laughs> Never Dime Fall. So it's metal, it was metal, metal and rock mainly. I think still is. I play all kinds of music now, but uh, I've got the, the same with the cameras, really. I've got a gas gear acquisition syndrome. <laughs> uh, I get emotionally attached to to things. And if I, I've got every single guitar I ever bought, which is nine of them now. <laughs> So I get emotionally attached to a, to an object, a guitar, and I will never let it go. It's kind of a part of me. It becomes part of me. Uh, do you have a favorite guitar that you own right now? I've got one here. <laughs> do you want to see it? Yeah, of course. 
this is a this is a long story. It's not Les Paul. It's a copy. Okay. So this is no longer on this. This was made made to order for me. Uh, so it's kind of a a copy of Les Paul. Uh, it's very heavy. It looks very pretty, but uh, it's a very cheap copy, which I absolutely love. It plays great, feels great, and it looks looks like pretty like this. Awesome. Yeah, there's always guitar somewhere around in my in my house. <laughs> I love it. So you mentioned, you know, you were into metal and rock music. So is there a song from your childhood or maybe oh, even your like teen years that really has this strong lingering memory for you? Oh yes, there, there was. There, if I have to say, there probably be two. Okay. Uh, Metallica, Enter Sandman would be probably number one. Okay. And uh, Megadeth, Symphony of Destruction would be second. There's a song which I can play like over and over again, and will never get bored of them. Uh, do you remember the first time you heard metal music? <sighs> yeah, I because I, I grew up. I never my, my parents never actually fed me any music. Mm. Like you know, they, they never actually be influenced by by at home by any music. So I kind of I picked I picked probably pop. Pop originally, you know, like pop bands, Pet Shop Boys I used to like when I was a kid. And I remember going with a friend to a music shop and uh, and the guy put a cassette in. When I was there, we were just standing like, standing in the music shop, the guy put a cassette in and it was a Slayer, Rain and Blood. I've heard that first. I remember the moment I heard it and I thought, oh my God, I love this. <laughs> so angry. Do you remember the first album you bought? Yes. I actually, I actually bought it recently on vinyl again. Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls. <laughs> Very cheesy. Uh, so, Pat, what are your interests outside of photography, videography? What can we find you doing when you just have an off moment and you can kind of like chill and relax? I don't. <laughs> I mean, my family, my family, and people who know me know that I I live and breathe photography and video. Especially now we're doing YouTube as well. I'm more involved because before doing commercially for many many years, photography and video, I would I would I wouldn't work when I wouldn't work. I would be doing something else which probably would be nothing, or watching TV. But now when I'm not doing nothing, I'm not doing anything, I'll be doing video, video for YouTube. So it's kind <laughs> of, it's a, uh, yeah, I like I like taking pictures and doing video. So it's kind of, uh, I'm in a very fortunate position because I got a, I got a lot of gear to test all the time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I am passionate about it, but I get the pretty toys to play with all the time. So I never get bored. It could be always something new mm -hmm. in my hands mm -hmm. to play with. All right, so this question's a little outside the box, but Pav, okay. if you could go back in time, and you're in a bubble, you're safe, you're invisible. Where do you go and what do you see? Oh God, I don't know. I'd go to probably myself when I was 10 years old and give myself a lottery numbers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think I, 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 I'd, you know. I mean, now with the current events, I'd like to go to, you know, to Russia in, you know, in 50s and, and do something with Putin, lock him in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that. Cut it out, beep it out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Someone from KGB will be watching this. For sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've got a specific time in history. Okay. You know, on tough time, I would say oh, I love to. I love to go there. I don't know. All right. So these are a bit more fast-paced questions, but if you want to elaborate, feel free. Uh, okay. Pav, do you have a favorite sports team? Oh, sports team. Mercedes F1. Uh, do you prefer cats or dogs? Cats. I've got three. Oh, okay. <laughs> cats. Uh, fall or spring? Fall. Smarties or M&Ms? Smarties. What's one movie you've probably seen like the most amount of times? There's a, there's a few, but there's a there's a one uh, there's a one probably. No, I can't say one. There's a, there's a, there's a, I've got like three movies I just keep watching over okay. and over again. Uh, one 
one skips straight comes back to my, my mind is rock rockstar with uh, mark Wahlberg. Mm -hmm. the cheesy 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 rockstar film uh, i quite like that i could watch it many times uh, mrs doubtfire that's another one <laughs> okay you know it's like every time it's on tv i can, I can watch the whole thing <laughs> There's another one, but my memory is great. <laughs> I was thinking about recently. There's one movie, uh, Kevin Smith movies. That's another one. Uh, Clerks, okay. Clerks, Clerks mm -hmm. Two, probably you know, and Mole Rats. These films I can watch like over and over again. Uh, Pab, what's one snack or treat that's kind of like your weakness? So if it's if it's in front of you, you're gonna eat it. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> is that a good answer? <laughs> any 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 particular one, or is it just? No, I'm, I'm, I'm. I think I've, I feel grown up now because I'm, I'm tasting some IPAs now. Mm -hmm. I've finally got, got the stage in my life that I'm trying grown up beers now. Okay. <laughs> What's a TV show that you've watched through more than once? I don't usually watch TV shows more than once. Okay. Um, I think in the, I would probably say one well, I could, I could probably watch again. Mm -hmm. It would be The Outlander. Okay. At the moment. What's one food, Bob, that reminds you of your childhood? Roast chicken. And what's one food you think everyone should try? Rare steak. Do you have a favorite childhood book? Oh, childhood. I think the Jules Verne, The 20,000 League Under the Sea. That's probably, I probably read that a few times when I was a kid. And just in general, do you have a book you would recommend people check out? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I love uh, Helen, Helen Coben. I love his stuff. I can't say a particular one, but I kind of keep going through his books like over and over again. I think I'm saying it right, Helen, Helen Coben. I think it's right. If you went on a vacation, Pav, would you prefer it to be relaxing or adventurous? Oh, adventurous, definitely. I'm, I'm one of those people who I can't just sit down and do nothing. So if I go on vacation, which I'm going next week, actually, I'm looking for a place I can walk and take pictures oh, okay. or fly a drone now or something, you know, something I can do with photography. So adventurous, yes, adventurous. And what's the most picturesque place you've ever been? God, that's a good one. I live in UK. There's a lot of nice places here. Scotland, yes. Scotland. I'm gonna say Scotland. Uh, Pav, if you had your own television show, what do you think the theme song would be? Megadeth, Symphony of Destruction. <laughs> I had a feeling it might be metal song. <laughs> uh, Pav, do you remember? Doesn't have to be a video camera, but do you remember the first camera you've ever owned? Uh, so I've never been into photography before digital. Kind of, so I've started when the digital camera started. So I do remember my first camera. I've got a leaflet actually. I found this on my side. It's over there. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it was a Fuji FinePix S1 Pro, which was a, I think it was like a five million pixels uh, mm -hmm. DSLR camera, which was the first Fuji camera, uh, which was actually a Nikon body with okay. a Fuji name on it. So it was Nikon lenses on it. It was a good camera at the time. The screen was like this big, <laughs> tiny. What's uh, your most favorite shoot, like either it could be a video session or uh, just like a photo session. But what was like your most favorite shoot that you have done? Oh, again, multi. I have to give multiple answers because there isn't one. That's fine. Probably, probably one of them would be music videos. I've okay. done. I haven't I haven't done a lot, a lot, but I have done quite a few, which uh, which which did very good for the bands. Uh, I worked with, uh, and the second one would be food photography. I'm actually, I'm, I'm loving this. My, 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 my pets, my baby, as it comes to working as a professional photographer, is food, food photography. If you could take aspects of cameras and build your like ideal camera, what would you take from what brand, and like how would it look? I, I know what you're using, so I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say it would be Lumix S5 with a Sony A7 IV autofocusing system. 
That'll be that'll be the camera. Okay, <laughs> I like you'd to be happy with that. Okay, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I have both, so it's it's okay. You can say <laughs> I've got both, <laughs> so it's. I think you kind of touched upon this uh, in your earlier answers. What's your like favorite aspect of being a photographer and being a videographer? Uh, being creative, and and I think more than that, I think it's being being able to shoot. You know, because. I worked for nearly 20 years as a, as a freelancer photographer okay. and uh, no matter how busy you are, there's always dry, dry times like January is usually, you know, mm. or, or there's a, you know, you have to keep chasing clients. If you don't chase clients, you got these patches of time when you don't, when you don't, I didn't shoot in the past, but now because I do YouTube and I do camera lenses reviews, I shoot all the time. And that kind of is a, it makes it special. Just be able to shoot as much as I can. If I have got a purpose, not just take a camera and find something, I've actually got a purpose to shoot all the time. And I like that. So I know you touched upon this in your Q&A, but I was wondering if maybe you could elaborate a bit. I know you said that you just kind of just bought a camcorder and then you like joined a club and then you kind of like just got work through that like word of mouth kind of thing. What was what was like that transition to becoming, becoming like a full-time photographer and videographer this is a this is a good story i think i hope it is because <laughs> I, I used to i used to paint uh when i moved to uk i moved to uk 27 years ago mm-hmm. uh, when i was only well teenager really and uh, I, i've tried to make a living by painting and drawing and selling the paintings to galleries this is actually the story behind this is because my company is called tv path studio s and uh, this is because because when I used to paint, someone, a friend of mine friend of, friend of mine told me do not sign the pictures with your full name because nobody can read it Okay. So just sign it with PAV mm-hmm. and the number in the back. So you see be PAV at the front on the painting with the, with the date. And then on the back, there'll be Studio S, Studio S from my mm-hmm. surname. And then, uh, and then at some point in 90s, I decided to, to branch out creatively to, to video. And I got myself a camcorder, I started making films. So kind of this whole thing, the whole name transitioned from PAV Studio S to TV PAV Studio S. And that was the first transition. I, I literally I did like some, some horrible films already. <laughs> I've, I've got somewhere, somewhere on disc now, I can transfer them from VHS. But it wasn't really what you can do now, you know, just 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 with your phone, you know, it's mm-hmm. you, it's it's much better what you could do then. But you know, I've tried, and I think that was the first thing. And then uh, I got myself a job. Uh, this is kind of a long story, really short. But um, I, I work all kind of jobs mm-hmm. at a time, and then I, I got like someone told someone, someone told someone that I, I used to make films okay. as a kind of amateur with a camcorder, and I got a job. Someone someone believed in me with no qualifications, no education. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone gave me a, a studio to manage uh, in Manchester in a in a big in a big agency with a green. With a, it was a blue screen. It wasn't green. It was a blue screen. It was educational videos with a big camera, the lights and everything. And I, and I've learned on a job. And that was the first step to to video, and uh, and after that job, I had another job. I, uh, I went to do be to be web designer, and uh, literally first two days on the job, someone said, "Can anyone use a camera? We need some photos." And I kind of I put my <laughs> hand up. <laughs> they gave me it was it was a Sony, I think it was called no, it was Mav- Mavica. I think Sony Mavica with the floppy disks. <laughs> it was oh, that long ago. <laughs> And that was my first camera I've actually used as a, as a you know professionally really on a job, and that was my transition to video to video professionally and then a photography professionally as well. Pav, what would be your dream collaboration? It doesn't have to be like necessarily a YouTube collaboration, but just like a collaboration with another creator or just like an artist and just making Ooh. content with them. Who who would you want to do that with? I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm, I'm a loner, you know. I kind of uh, because. Because I'll, I do a lot of work by myself. I'm kind of a, I do hire freelancers to work with me. But I think you know it's a, I, I, I can say that I'm, I like to be in control. Uh, so to collaborate, I don't know. Maybe if something came up forward, I would consider it. But I, I can't 
say I'm searching for someone, I don't know who mm -hmm. my ideal collaborator is, but I'll say differently this, you know, as I said before, music videos is kind of my big thing. I love mm -hmm. to work with a, I love to, some of the big bands or record labels give me a chance, like Ghost, for example, now. I'd love to do a music video for Ghost. I have a budget to do my music video for Ghost. So I just, since you're here, we may as well, I may as well ask you a bit more about camera gear. Obviously, I think okay. most of the people who watch your channel, they know what you like. Let's just say in the last year, what what are what's some of your favorite gear that you've you've reviewed or just used? Uh, S five and A seven four. Those two cameras are definitely. Uh, I have I had Sony's for quite some time. Okay. Uh, I had A seven three before. I got A seven S two for for a very long time. I only sold it last week. My A seven S two actually, but uh, I've been with Sony for quite some time. But I never actually used it. I used it for reviews and a bit of a play, okay. but I never actually used Sony professionally uh, or very little. So it was always Nikon, Nikon uh, to go to photography, mm -hmm. wise for photography, and then uh, and and since S5 came out, and I'm, well, since I've been using it, uh, you know, full time, uh, probably year S5 for, for majority of video, uh, but now S74 came out, which I'm using now, and uh, it's I'm transitioning the photography from Nikon to to Sony now. As a as a gear goes, I love the S74. It just gives me, I think, because. S5 is great. I mean, I love the color it produces. What a great camera! The menus, the how it feels. Whole thing about it, the S5 is just brilliant camera. But I am getting older, and I have to wear glasses when I film. I can't rely 100% on my eyes now to get a focusing right. That's fair. So if, I, if I'm if I'm in a control situation and not not run and gun, and I can I do stuff slowly, and I can I can use the monitor or interviews stuff. S5 will be always my number one camera to go to. But if I have to run and go, run and gun, and a and trust the gear, the Sony a7 IV will be like, like gimbal work or, or things that I don't have to worry about at the focus, it'll be always Sony. Photography as well, because I think Panasonic is great, but then I've got more Sony lenses now than, than Lumix lenses, so it kind of makes more sense to to use Sony more as a professional camera. So yeah, those two, those two probably the best pieces of kit. Also last week I have reviewed the Sony 50mm f1.2 and that oh, lens, yes. I want that lens. It's calling me, <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> it's out of all the lenses I reviewed, it's just it's over hundred lenses I reviewed on my channel mm -hmm. now. That one actually has spoken to me that, that I should be buying it soon. Thinking about YouTube, I know your first few videos don't really have to do with they're just kind of like vlogs i think imagine any, any of your fans they can just go check it out but could you imagine yeah. from that day that you just were like posting random stuff to today where you're actually getting lenses like companies are coming to you and saying hey review my lens can you just take us through like how, how does that feel like how, is it surreal when you first got that it's not, it, I mean, no, it's almost saying, you know, the thing, although bands here, you know, you made it overnight. Mm. I didn't make it overnight. It mm. took me three years to where I am mm. now mm. of making video every single week. So mm. it's not like, you know suddenly, you know, suddenly I'm here, you know, I'm not, I'm not huge by any means, you know, mm. just under 20,000 subscribers, but, but it was a very long transition journey. It was a long way transition to, you know, to, um, from where I was originally, and I started my channel. Actually, I have deleted all the videos because I used to play guitar on my channel as well. I used to play songs on there. <laughs> so it was like, it was like literally a bit of everything, a bit of a vlogging. And then somehow it just, I think it, I probably was around 100 subscribers at the time when I thought, you know, why, why, why try review, you know, why not try reviewing lenses and cameras? But where do you get this stuff from unless you buy it, which is very That's expensive. True. Yes, exactly. It, it is very difficult to, to start doing that. But, um, I've, uh, this is probably I would say to anyone who wants, wants to start YouTube and and review gear. Mm -hmm. uh, what I've done, what I've done, I approached my local camera shop, and uh, that was a game changer. I'm still working with them now. They called UK Digital. Uh, they local, they're literally five minute drive away from me, 
and uh, they wouldn't talk to me. I was just another person asking for something, you know, and they asked every single day about something. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I went in the shop and I wouldn't leave until the, the, the owner talked to me. <laughs> he did. <laughs> we, we talked and uh, I talked to him. He lent me Sigma 2470 the first time. I had to sign all the forms, mm-hmm. no one steal it, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> I bring it back to the shop. And then, but that's that enabled me to, to, to go that direction because I could just go there and say, Oh, have you got that lens in stock? Can I borrow it for a week? And they were, and they were very kind. What I've done, what, I've, what I'm still doing for them when they lend me, lend me lenses, I make a, I take my review and I strip me talking out of it. Mm-hmm. So I take the B roll and samples and I put it to music and I put their logo in the corner and they use it on their pages for the product. Awesome. So every time they lend me something, I'll give them a little video back to use on their website or social media, whatever they want to do with it. So it's kind of was a, that, yeah, that was definitely the, the moment when, when I've decided to go from, from, yeah, I had no plan. I literally never thought I'm going to be doing YouTube full time, you know, or any, any time. It was kind of, I just throw a video now and then, and then suddenly, oh yeah, people are actually watching it and, and, and more people are interested in, 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 you know, seeing what I've got to say and looking at my pictures and then the brand started approaching me. So, so yeah, you kind of, yeah, it's not going back now. It's too late. <laughs> Way past no, no, no return point. So this might be a tough question, but okay, you can only have one piece of glass for the rest of your life. What do you take? Fifteen millimeter f one point two G Master. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it, but I will have it. I'll give it a name when I got, when I buy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pav. So just in terms of achieving something in your lifetime, it does not have to be. YouTube related, just a goal or something you'd like to do? What is something? I'm very fortunate because I, I've got everything I need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got a great job. I, I love my job, you know, what I do and, and the clients I'm working with. And uh, the YouTube was, uh, I think I need to say this as well, because uh, because I think my goal is to to be able to make a YouTube video to the standard I'm doing it now, because I like my videos at the moment, mm-hmm. without, over, not without, but with minimal effort. Because it takes me so much time now to, to create that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I script everything. So I've started doing YouTube originally. As a whole idea was to to talk to camera because I am terrible at public speaking. Okay. I've tried and I just, my memory goes and I just go all the place. So I thought if I start doing YouTube videos, I kind of developed a technique to tell tell about something in a structured structured way. And unfortunately for me, I've, I've discovered autocue and now I script everything. So I haven't <laughs> learned really that much. I just learned to, to read well. And that's what I can do now. I'm actually doing public talk uh, this month. Towards the end of the month, I've, I'm talking about YouTube and how I grew my channel publicly. Um, it's a small event locally here, a business, business event, uh, how to grow the YouTube as business. Okay. So, so I threw myself on a deep, on a deep, on a deep end. But I think um, that what I'd like to achieve really is just be, yeah, be better being me. That, that's uh, the gist of it, yeah. I think that's that's something everyone should strive for. Yeah. Will there be a video of this talk by any chance, Bob? I've, I thought about it, but I don't know. Maybe okay. if I can find someone to to operate the cameras, I'll, I might stream it live on, on YouTube. But but it, it crossed it crossed my mind, but I don't know if it would be possible or not. Okay. Don't know yet. Maybe who knows? And just in terms of words of wisdom, a saying you enjoy: be true to yourself and consistent. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm a true YouTuber now. Be consistent. <laughs> With everything you do. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, I think that's it. it at the end. True the to yourself. You have to be true to yourself. You know, that's the main thing. You know, whatever you do, if you know, if you, if you're not, and you're forcing yourself to do things you're not liking, you know, you're not going to enjoy your life. Uh, okay, Pav, that's you... profound. God. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Sounds good to me. Uh, Pav, can you let everyone know where we can find you on YouTube and just any other social media? Yeah, it's every, everything is Pav as Z on every social media. So Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, just search for Pav as, as Z or as Z 
for all of you Americans. Not you, you Canadian, but all of Americans. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but just everyone, make sure to check them out because I think what comes across for me, Pav, when I watch your videos is you can tell that you're so passionate about Thank you. gear and you're, you're just enjoying it. I can just tell you're having fun. How, how did you find me? I don't, I don't even know. How did you, which, which video of mine did you find? Which review did you watch know. first? I feel like I've been watching you for several months. It's, okay. It must have just been a lens review, I think. But it probably was Lumix because you it's are. It's probably Lumix know. related at first. But then I also got the Sony a couple months ago as well. But the Lumix, I've had the S5 now for about a year. So yeah. maybe it's in, during that timeline, I feel like I discovered you. So. But yeah, I mean, oh, thank you. Um, thank you for finding me. Oh, no problem. He's, he's an amazing source and just just passionate. Like I said, you can you can tell that this this <laughs> that Pav loves cameras and what he talks about. And I think that as a viewer, that's what I like to see because. Thank you. That's. But it's, you know, like you, you watch my stuff. You know, if someone hasn't seen it, I I don't go ever technical. I don't go about how sharp lenses are in the corners mm -hmm. or for the charts. So I think. It's much easier for me to to be passionate about it because I I I, I talk about how I not exactly but I almost talk about how I feel yes. using that particular lens or a camera, you know, and show the pictures I've taken with it and videos instead of talking you know about the sharpness in the corners or you know, how many aperture blades is in the lens or <laughs> or whatever you know all stuff most people don't care you know there's there's lots of reviews on on yeah, YouTube exactly. like that uh, I've, yeah I'm not I'm not interested in myself I've got I've got no interest how many aperture blades every lens got zero. <laughs> Like literally, I don't care. Also, the sharpness in the corners. What's the obsession with the sharpness in the corners of every lens? Whenever, ever, do you take a picture of a person right in the corner of a frame, like like literally <laughs> there, <laughs> or anything? I mean, I understand if it's like a like a landscape. Even then, how important the corner, like this corner, would be. You know, I can't even mind right there. That corner is not important that much in the picture. If it's slightly softer, who cares? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Very true. Let's just put it this way. If the audience is looking at the corner, you're probably doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You missed something important in the middle. Yes, exa exactly. <laughs> that's, that's it. All right, Pav. Uh, well, once again, thank you so much for joining me. I had a blast talking with you. And Thank, thank you for, for having your, me. Absolute pleasure. My pleasure. And once again, thank you for your content. And I look forward to watching more and well i hope no your channel is going to grow very quickly you got a great you got a great channel uh you know you only you only started but i, I love your, your interviews so i hope you know it's gonna go you'll be interviewing peter mckinnon soon <laughs> thank I, you i hope you. so i appreciate it thanks again to pav for joining me for the interview make sure to check out pav on youtube and instagram thanks so much for listening and make sure to subscribe on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts today I'm Spencer, and I'll catch you on the next episode of This and Chat.